What is the role of artificial intelligence in compliance? What about machine learning? Are you using chat GPT? These questions are but three of the many questions we will explore in this exciting new podcast series, Compliance and AI. Hosted by Tom Fox, the award-winning voice of compliance, this podcast will look at how AI will impact compliance programs into the next decade and beyond. If you want to find out why the future is now, join Tom Fox on this journey to the frontiers of compliance in compliance and AI. This podcast is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Today I'm joined by Carolyn Schliefer, founder and CEO of RegAsk which uses AI to help companies not simply anticipate, but comply with the ever-changing world of regulations in regulated industries around compliance. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, back for another episode. And today you're in for a treat because I have Carolyn Schleifer. I hope I got that right. And Carolyn has, first of all, you will discover she's not from the great state of Texas, but she has one of the most interesting websites and businesses that I've come across in our space. So with that long-winded introduction, Caroline, first of all, welcome and thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me today. Thank you very much, Tom, for having me today. Could you tell us, though, about your academic and professional background? Yes, of course. My, my educational background, I did a PharmD PhD and a health law degree quite some years ago. And then I was part of the founding team of Sprim, which is a CRO business and a consulting business. And from there, uh, I headed initially their innovation team and then moved to the regulatory and scientific affair practice to head this practice globally. And that's how I ended up founding Regask about three and a half years ago. And I so, worked in EU, US and, and Asia, actually, over the last uh, 22 years or so. Where did you work in Asia? China, Shanghai, and uh, Singapore later on. The, you told us how you came to found Regas, but let me ask you, why did you found it? Did you see a need? Did you see a market opportunity? I'm always intrigued by not just innovation, but the step you took to actually implement that in innovation into a business. Yeah, definitely. Actually, when I was serving as a head of regulatory practice, I was in contact with many clients, and the clients were from various industries, essentially from the life science and then the food, the nutrition and the cosmetic industry. And what intrigued me was that over the time, I, I realized that the burden, they were sharing the same burden and they were always at risk of non-compliance. And they had a lot of repetitive tasks. It was taking a lot of their time and they were always uncertain of the outcome and, and always feeling the risk of uh, non-compliance. So looking at what, at that time, there was also the emergence of the reg tech industry for the fi finance and fintech industry. And there was a lot of similarities in the compliance check they had to do in the overall process of regulatory intelligence they had to go through. Looking at these, at this environment and, and taking into account the burden of uh, the ever-changing regulation, the increasing of volume of regulation and the very low digitization that I, I was seeing, uh, for this segment that was still very traditional and still is very traditional, uh, I saw that there was a need for innovation and the technology 
was coming up and was uh, starting to be ready for for answering these these issues. I saw that as uh, it was a blocker for from innovation, from the marketing, from the business, and from the regulatory, and holding high risk of non-compliance. So that's how I came up with funding Regask actually. You had a term on your website I had not heard used before, and that was regulatory intelligence. Yes. Can you tell us what regulatory intelligence is? Yes. Regulatory intelligence is a a systematic process of collecting, analyzing, disseminating information about the regulatory requirements, the policies, the guidelines that can affect the development, the manufacturing, or the the distribution of, of products. So, there's a lot of regulate, regulated industries and they need to monitor what's happening because the regulations are in constant evolution and it's not static. And so they need to monitor what's, what's happening. And so usually they are doing this very manually and it's very challenging because you need to collect a, a lot of information from various sources for many countries sometimes. And uh, then after you need to analyze this information. But when you do that uh, manually, uh, it's a challenge in collecting the data, but also ensuring the data are accurate and then translated in actionable uh, ways for the business. And that's the thing that intrigued me perhaps the most is you see leveraging regulatory affairs as a way not simply to stay in compliance, but to actually grow your business. Could you talk a, a little bit about that? And is that message to use regulatory affairs to grow business one that resonates with your customer base? Yes, definitely, because it's really shifting from being reactive to a regulation. So suddenly you discover that, oh, you're not anymore compliant or something in six months, you will not be compliant and you will have trouble selling your product to having a more proactive approach where you understand that you have signals among the, the latest months that you can identify, you have drafts, you have discussions among KOLs, you have discussions among the industry players, etc. And uh, so you become a proactive player. So you become, you start to understand what's happening out there that can, the small signal that can uh, lead to a new regulation. And you can start to anticipate to define various scenarios, depending on what would be the outcome of a possible draft, for example. So you start to be prepared. And of course, when you're prepared, you can. this becomes a competitive advantage. And that's exactly what I wanted to ask you is I see that as almost a market differentiator for a company that not simply can anticipate a regulatory change, but implement that change quickly and efficiently to bring uh, new business. Would that be a fair assessment of what you just said? Yeah, exactly. And the other part was, you're not a magician divining what the regulators are saying. You're actually watching them and seeing the signals because they almost always signal a change that's going to come. So when you say anticipate, it's really based on data that you and your team are seeing from the regulators directly. Exactly. Yeah. We're collecting a, a large amount of data that humanly it's very hard to collect. And more, more importantly, it's hard to give sense to this large amount of data if you don't have technology behind. So it's giving a sense to the data that we collect. And let me just now pick up on that phrase, the technology behind it, uh, because I wanted to ask you about leveraging businesses, leveraging AI to streamline and improve regulatory tracking. Is that one of the strategies that Reg Ask is using? 
Yes, totally. So first, really to leverage AI for optimizing regulatory tracking, it's helping business to by providing them solution to autonomously monitor, analyze and report compliance requirements across various jurisdictions. So these AI solutions have the capacity to scrutinize, to help interpret extensive regulatory data set, immediately identifying changes and ensuring that the business remains up to date with real-time notification of any possible changes in the compliance obligations. And a particular advantage of, the, of integrating AI is the capability for predictive analytics. So that enables company to forecast future regulatory shifts and trends. So that's allowing for proactive strategy adjustments. So we help them ensure consistent compliance through these proactivity. For example, if you use natural language processing, that helps you to be to do an efficient analysis of thousands of regulatory documents, enabling to extract pertinent information and transformable insights. So this is not only to reduce the manual workload significantly, but it's also mitigating the risk associated with human errors, for example. And specifically at Regask, We've integrated advanced AI to automate and enhance our regulatory tracking process. So our systems are designed to rapidly adapt to regulatory changes, ensuring seamless adherence, and that allows our legal and compliance team to allocate more time to strategic and high-value activities. So we use uh, AI to automate routine tasks and to provide insights into potential future regulatory development. And in that way, we've created kind of a resilient, forward-looking compliance environment where we focus on preemptive strategies and continuous improvement. And ultimately, of course, the AI integration in the overall regulatory tracking processes help us to streamline the operations, but also to foster a more robust and proactive compliance ecosystem. And that allows our business, but also our clients' business, to stay ahead in the ever-evolving regulatory landscape. I talk to a lot of people who catalog regulatory changes. So you're the first person I've talked to who anticipates regulatory changes. That seems to me it would make RegAsk a true market differentiator as a business itself. Are you able to, I don't want to use the word counsel, but perhaps advise clients of what you're seeing that in the anticipatory or before it's actually changed so that they will be ready if a change is made? Is that part of the services Regas provides? Yes, exactly. So we provide the, the data, we collect the data about the changes, but then we provide some insights on the potential impact overall for the industry. Understanding what could be the risk if it's putting the client at high risk or with high impact is what we aim to do. So today we're doing that on a semi-automated way. So having the technology to help us and then we have human expertise to validate the impact that the machine is inputting. And as we progress, the technology is learning and is able to improve the recommendations and the classification of the, the impact and the risk. You used a phrase I have to pick up on because I've not heard this before. So let me just see if I can lay it out for you. I would typically talk about high risk. And you use that phrase, but you used a different phrase, high impact. 
And it strikes me the change of the word from risk to impact is certainly subtle, but it's also significant. Because if you say to someone, this is going to be high risk, they immediately think, how do I manage that risk? But if you say it's high impact, that's almost a business term. And I think a businessman would understand that, oh, it's a high impact. I need to adjust in these ways, one, two, three, or four, or ABC, whatever it may be. That just, I can't tell you how much that strikes me as a key way to talk about this. And you're really moving away from kind of risk management, Dr. No, from the land of no to impact, which really strikes me as a way to talk about opportunity. Does any of that resonate? Yes. So the, the thing is that very often when we were, when you have an information about a new regulation or a draft, et cetera, the question is, so what do you do with this information? What will be, most of our clients are saying, okay, what will be uh, the consequence for us? What will be the impact for us? So for example, on our supply chain, you're talking, you're hearing a lot on sustainability, packaging regulations, et cetera. But what is the real impact for them when you have a supply chain and when you need maybe to to refactor a lot of your packaging to comply with the regulation in in an upcoming future of maybe two to five years. So the impact is very important to see if this is more something that you are maybe ready or it's on the line of what you had anticipated or if it's something that will change uh, the environment and on which you can, if you're proactive, it can become again a competitive advantage because if you're taking in advance some, some actions, you can be more ready than your competitor. And I have to pick up on yet another phrase you've used. So what? And I say that because for, I come from the compliance world where many compliant, and I'm a lawyer by professional training and we struggle with, I have the data. How do I use it? Or so what does it mean for me? Are, are your clients and customers compliance professionals? Are they risk management? Or are they just other senior execs who understand, yes, it's data, but I have to use that data as well? So I would say our primary uh, audience is a, a compliance and regulatory affair team of, the, of companies. The thing is that usually they are using our platform and our data to report to their business leadership as well. And for them, they need also to translate the data into, into actionable items or at least into understandable information for their business or their leadership team. They want to have, of course, the information of what's, what is changing or what is likely to change. But then after, they would like to know, okay, if this change really what could be the potential scenarios for us if we have, again, a company we are using, I don't know, a certain type of plastic and suddenly this uh, plastic is prohibited in maybe two, two years' time, what does that mean for us? So we're not saying that we will uh, recommend something on their supply chain, but we will tell them, okay, this is likely coming in a certain amount of time. And if you are uh, at risk of having this plastic or this ingredient in your supply chain, then you need to look into that, take, in, take into account this information and, and start to envision what could be the potential solutions or actions for you in order to anticipate and mitigate this risk. The, does this also extend to, I don't want to say global, but more than one business area? So sustainability or ESG that 
those types of regulations were getting out of the EU or something like the German Supply Chain Act or the UK Modern Slavery Act? Uh, do you have those sort of broad regulatory frameworks that you report on as well? So for us, we're very focused on two verticals, the first one being life science and the second one being consumer goods. And within consumer goods, it's mostly, uh, as I said, food and uh, cosmetic. However, we have uh, also, because all these uh, verticals are impacted by, to some extent, the ESG, but for us, we will focus mostly on environmental. And when we say environmental, it's mostly packaging that is and sustainability that is impacting uh, the industry that we serve. So this is a kind of overarching, I would say, regulation that we monitor as well. So where do you see automated regulatory intelligence down the road, maybe even to 2030? For us, the emerging technology are truly changing the game in the regulatory monitoring. At the core of the technology, we have the ability to empower and augment the, the, the people, especially the compliance manager, but also the decision maker, enabling them to do their job more efficiently and effectively. And if we take AI and ma machine learning, for example, uh, they're allowing us to interpret and analyze regulatory information more swiftly and accurately. Uh, so it's helping the business to stay ahead of the curve, as we say, uh, when it comes to compliance. At the same time, we see that the blockchain is, is bringing a level of security and transparency to help ensure that the records are kept securely and that audits can be conducted more uh, smoothly. And with the advance of the data analytics, we can offer deeper insights and intelligence into the compliance data. So that allows us to detect anomalies or make informed and strategic decisions faster. So overall, the integration and automation of this technology means a synchronized and streamlined compliance process with less errors and efficiently adapting to new regulatory changes. And it makes the regulatory solution more scalable and adaptable also to the changing landscape. So in our journey, what we've seen at Regas, what we've done is leveraging many of these technology to enrich uh, our capabilities for the compliance, for our compliance manager, allowing them to focus on strategic aspects and while the, the technology is handling the routine and the tedious task. So it's really about augmenting human capabilities and fostering a more proactive and resilient approach to the regulatory compliance overall. Caroline, unfortunately, we are near the end of our time for this episode. But before we leave, I wanted to ask you if our listeners wanted any more information on yourself, on RegAsk, what would be the best place or places for them to go? Yeah, thank you so much uh, for having me today. It, it's a really uh, amazing discussion. And so if anyone wants to learn more about Regask, they can go to our website, regask.com. And they can also connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, Caroline Schleifer. Uh, I'll be very happy to answer any question. And I would say stay tuned uh, as we have some cool announcement uh, coming in the future weeks. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to your website because you have some great resources available uh, for free. And yes. that is around your case studies. If you really want to deep dive into any of the verticals that Caroline has mentioned or some of the strategies and tactics she's talked about, there are some excellent uh, case studies uh, that you can take a look at to see if they might apply to you. Caroline, I greatly appreciate visiting with you, and I hope we can continue this conversation. 
Thank you very much, Tom. A pleasure talking to you as well and have a great day ahead. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Compliance and AI. We're going to have a lot of fun with this series, so I hope you'll subscribe, rate, and review whenever we get an episode out so you'll be notified about it. Compliance and AI is really a passion project that I have to try to bring the most cutting edge strategies, tools, and tactics to the compliance professional. AI is going to be leading our profession in many ways and particularly including the use of data and data analytics. So you need to be ahead of this. You're gonna need to use it internally in your compliance program. You're gonna be asked to create policies and procedures, training and education and communication to help keep your company out of trouble. The role of compliance in AI is still forming, so I hope you will be a part of the discussion by listening to this podcast, Compliance and AI. Compliance and AI is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network.